The future of radio. 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 The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. So what all did you get? Well, I got some stuff, but I think the thing, my biggest takeaway from going to a mall in 2018, I said that right, right? Not 2018. 2018. No, in 2018 is that I think that malls are, are dying. I don't think that, that the kids, that malls are as important to the kids as they used to be. What do you mean? I mean, when I was there, I was there like later in the afternoon, usually, and that would be like, you know, middle of the week, like kids would walk around and do it. It was like abandoned there. Huh. It was weird. And like Then half- where are they causing all the problems? Because you I know they're know. out there doing something. On their cellular telephones or oh, something? That's probably it. I okay, we gotta talk about this. Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to talk about today, but I do want to remind everybody you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the audible link right there on the side of the page and once you click that audible link you can sign up for a free trial for two free audiobooks i am plugging through the last book now of the bill hodges trilogy i know that you hear us all talk about when we get obsessed with trilogies and different things however i think after this i'm definitely gonna have to take a stephen king break because it it weighs on you after a while it's a lot and it is i mean and he is such a good writer that you know you start to really care about the characters and yeah it's starting to get a little bit more difficult to listen. I'm like, all right, I think maybe You're after this. You're in for a I'm- ride on that one, too. That's the one that's Mr. Mercedes is the first one, and then there's there's two more, excuse me, fo- that follow that for, for the Bill Hodges trilogy. And the last one is, it's a, it's a, it's a big one. It's already setting There's a lot of emotions to, that happen in that I one. know, and I can already sense it. I'm like, oh, yeah. no. I hope I don't get to any like big part that happens like in public because I'm just going to be a mess. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, I can't say anything. I, I don't want to say anything I say is going to accidentally spoil something. I do highly recommend that series, though. That series is uh, it's a good one if you haven't read it. But you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and then you get two of them anyway right there. There you go. Two right free there. audiobooks. Bing, bang, get the that's first like two of the trilogy. 32 hours of, of, of free books. entertainment right yes. at funemploymentradio.com. Also, joining us here in just a few minutes is going to be our friend who hasn't been on in Quite a long time, actually. Yeah. We were supposed to have her on like a couple of months ago, and something happened, and she couldn't make it she in. She was, I think she was sick. So she's been getting the sickness, so all she's the been sicknesses. Getting, she's been pegged with the sickness a couple times. Yes, because I know she's got another cold today. She uh, does. So but, I was coming up with this idea yesterday when we were going to have her in, because she said she has a sultry, like, cold voice right now. Uh-huh. Well, we should say who it is. Yes. It is B-Frain Masters of Backfence PDX, a storytelling amazing show here in Portland. Always has the best glasses. Always has the best glasses. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. She's always way more stylish than we are, but we need oh, to talk about what so st- you picked up. Like, seriously, um, I didn't even try today. I'm wearing the frumpiest shirt I own just because I'm like, there's just, no there's way no, I'm going to look just cool. Just give up. Yeah. Just white flag. Like, oh, yeah. I give up. <laughs> this is the white flag of fashion. Doesn't right? matter. Be like when Greg Barrett comes in here. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not competing with that. Mm. That's just not oh, going to happen. No. Oh, I mean, God, there's no. just, there's no way. Um, I, <laughs> I lose. You win. Uh, so anyway, Be Fraid's going to be joining us. But uh, but what were you saying? Like, she's... Oh, she's oh, so she has was writing to me and she's like, I have like a very like she has a gravelly, like raspy, uh-huh. um, like super cold, like thousand packs of cigarettes smoked voice. Uh huh. So I'm like, okay, we need to figure out something that we can do with this. So at first I was like, maybe we should have some sort of like raspy lady voice off. But then I I found some like female movie monologues that I thought <laughs> might be fun to have her read in her Wait, voice. Wait, what kind of monologues? Well, I don't know. So there. 
I've never looked up, since I'm not an actor, I have never looked up monologues on um, on the Internet. But I guess a lot of people look them up for, like, auditions uh-huh. and things. Like, have you ever had to have a monologue? Yeah, I've, I've tried to look them up before because I had to when I've auditioned for something. But I don't, I'm not a big... I'm not like a thespian actor kind of person, though. So I, I have read some of those. I did one one time, though. I did the um, – for this one part, they had me do the – what's his name from American uh, – the serial killer one. American um, – Oh, um, American Psycho? American Psycho. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, with Christian Bale. Yeah, I had to do one of the monologues from there, which was weird. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so I found this one. I was trying to find some, and a lot of them are you know, like, art thou doth then, you know, dost, like all the – Shakespearean shit. I'm like, all right, uh-huh. that's not. I, I feel like that's not utilizing like a raspy voice the best. So I did find some like female themed movie monologues. Okay, but I don't really know exactly. Like, um, like it's a whole list of them. Like I guess, it, like it's hundreds of them. Oh wow! So and so, exactly and so, you guys are gonna have a monologue off? I don't think we should have a monologue. Like, do off. I get to I judge? Want, I, she has such a pleasant voice. Anyways, maybe she we does. should just sit and like have her read us monologues. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. I like that. I mean, because, uh, you know, so many people read for her all the time uh-huh. since she does, like, you know, coordinate and put together back, uh, back fence. Right, yeah. Maybe this should just be her time to we shine. Need to be, we need to hear what she has to say Maybe. in reading, reading monologues. <laughs> yes, and she can also tell us about her event that's coming up Get up, end up being a new audiobook all of its own. There you go. B-Frain reads monologues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> she so just doesn't know it yet. She doesn't know it yet, yeah. yeah but we're going we're gonna to make sure that happens today. So she's going to be joining us here in just a few minutes to talk about everything that's going on with their show. Um, but uh, let's get back to... Uh, Sarah going to, to the mall, um, which I've I've talked about it here on the show before many times. Like I hate the mall. The mall's you one of the worst the places on yes. earth for me. I don't know where that happened because when I was a kid, I used to like it because we would go there. Like that was the place to go. Since I grew up out in the country, you get dropped off in the minivan at the mall, and you know it's babysitting for like four hours basically for teenagers. Like oh, yeah. yeah, go walk around. Yeah. You're the mall's problem now. Exactly. That must suck working at the mall too. If you're not like a teen, a fellow teenager, like having to deal with that. Oh all day yeah. Long. Well, it's weird because Just, like, malls. Bunch of shitheads running around. Don't you around. remember how like malls used to feel alive? I know that this is the second day in a row that we're talking about malls, but this is the yeah. But the other show didn't go up as a podcast. Oh, the other show's in the archive. I forgot your mental break yesterday. Yes, that's in the Greg archive. I was a little stressed. Yeah. Um, but I did go to the mall yesterday because I did get a, a few gift certificates from my parents. Um, they're actually off in Spain right now. Uh, enjoying their retirement, España. They just sent a picture, and they're having. They're already having so much. Where fun. are they in Spain? They are. Uh, I don't know exactly where they. Here, they sent it to me. Let me look it up in real time. Okay. I mean, it, it doesn't matter that much. Okay. I was just curious. Well, no, you asked, so don't <laughs> ask questions if you don't want the answer. Perez. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So anyway, they're in Spain, so they were like, "All right, here's your here's some something for your birthday beforehand." So. I ended up going to the mall yesterday, and I was so excited to, like, go there and in the hustle and the bustle and, like, you know, look at all the crazy people. And Yeah. Man, it was just sad and lonely there. And really? half of the stores are closed. Yeah, so the mall that I went to um, is my favorite, even though everyone, you know, says bad things about it. Lloyd Center. Lloyd Center. Lloyd yes. Center Mall. I remember going there when I was a kid when it was open air. At one point in its history, it was the world's largest mall, I believe. And the, like the only open air mall, I think. Yeah. Because I remember. Yeah, that's right. Because really there's an open air young. section in it. Wait, is there? No, there's. No, there's not anymore. It used to be. Oh, did it used it to be open air? It was open air. Like wow, I didn't know that. Years ago. Let's get our Lloyd Center history here. Oh yeah. No, we used to go uh, ice skating. Jimmy Pardo used to be the spokesperson for it too. Oh yeah, I know. Jimmy Pardo did yeah. ads for the Lloyd Center Mall. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
And Tanya Harding used to skate there, too. Yes, indeed. So mm-hmm. there you the go. Lloyd Center. If you're coming to Portland, Ooh-hoo. obviously you hit the highlights and I go to Lloyd Center Mall. I love the Lloyd Center Mall. I love it. I've yeah, been going there since I was a little kid, since I can remember. Ben, in the uh, live chat for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, I just said, I remember people smoking cigarettes everywhere in there. You could smoke in the mall? Because it was open funny. air. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. That's weird. Well, I mean, I how long has it been... Since it's been open air, though, because I don't remember it being open air when I was a kid. See, I remember it. And I'm really? Thinking, yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, um, either way, that's that's hilarious. So so you go in there. So it's not like it used to be like so I still picture malls being as you walk in and there's, a, you know, groups of teenagers running around everywhere and, uh, you know, uh, Pregnant teen moms. Uh, yeah, usually. <laughs> both pregnant and teen mom. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of that, a lot of strollers running around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people try to bump into you and everybody looks like they're sticky. Yes, everybody still looks like they're sticky, but yeah. there's like one-tenth of the sticky people there. So the sticky people aren't there anymore. I have to or tell just you. just less of them. The, I don't know. Like, but isn't there's that like true, though? Everybody in the mall, there. Everybody in the mall looks like they're sticky. Well, yeah. I mean, like, and I was uh, one of them yesterday. I rode my bike. I had like, my messenger bag on. Uh-huh. Like, What I did notice is that there are less people at the mall. So therefore, every store I went into, the security guard followed me around because it looked like I was, I think I looked like I was trying to steal did something. Did you look, so you're now like the bottom, you're I'm you're the bottom the, of the barrel. <laughs> you're the one. You're the troublemaker now. Yes. I, like, I, I've flipped roles, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I was in there, and then I kept noticing that a security guard was following me around, like, every time. Because I do have, like, my bigger bag. Was it the but, same like, same security guard? And it happened in most... I went to three primary stores, and it happened in all three of them. A different guard in each yeah, one? Yeah, a different guard in each one, but I would see them look up. I, I, it was probably because I had a bigger bag. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking steal from Forever 12. Well, I'm not going to steal in general. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to steal, like, some, like, an extra large tank top from Forever 21 that would only fit over, like, one of my arms. Yeah, but you got to look at it from the security guard's standpoint because that's this guy's job. And oh, if there's less people in there, he has less to do or she or whoever, they have less to do. And so they're just trying to find anything to entertain themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was a security guard at the at the art museum, I mean, it was it, there were times when it was so boring, I would just walk around and, like, look for something wrong happening, like... God, there's got to be something happening here. There's got to be someone doing something. Someone's right. doing. So- someone's touching a statue somewhere that I can tell to not touch that statue. It's because you're bored. That's all it is. Like so, they're probably just like, yeah, let's follow this girl around for yeah, a little while. Yeah, let's see what she's doing. See what she's up to. Because I do. I I probably do look weird because I was listening to my book, and I am just wondering. Like I take a long. My sister and I. I was talking to my sister yesterday, and actually, her and I are both very strange shoppers. We're like, I either like to shop by myself. Or with my sister, or that's it. Like, I don't like going yeah. shopping with other people. Yeah. I mean, like, my sister and I have done it together for so long that, like, we know, like, when each other gets bored, like, we've just, like, I, I like to shop by myself. And so yeah. I did look kind of crazy, probably, because I was just looking at things for a long, like, much longer than I should have, because I'm just, like, going through all the racks, because I'm used to going to thrift stores uh-huh. and, you know, searching for hours. So right. I have the patience. You especially do have the I'm, patience. Especially if I'm in the mood. I'm not in the mood very often, but yesterday I was in a mall mood. But, it's yeah. being, being noted in the chat, just really quick, because uh, I, I want to talk about your shopping habits. Uh, Courtney just said, Greg, be truthful. You were a professional tattletale. No, I was not a tattletale. I was never a tattletale when I was a kid. No, I would try to get away with things, but I would not I would have no problem if like somebody else did like a crime that was bigger and then I could get away with something. Like I, I got away with quite a bit by just being quiet in the back. Like that's that's more how I would do it. I wouldn't tattle, but I didn't steal. I would just try to get away with things. Oh, my friend Kim would steal. 
I don't think I stole. Did I steal? You stole. If you don't remember if you did or not, you <laughs> I probably took something. I mean, not, not I like from a store. Too. Not like from a store. Yeah. No, because I'd be too scared of that. Not anything where I was likely to get caught. No, I've talked about this before when my friend Kim would like bring all, like whatever mall we would go to, she'd uh, like grab all of her shopping bags from uh-huh. um, like the stores that she knew were there and fill them with old clothes. And then she'd take the bags to the mall, and then we'd go into the store, and she'd empty out all of her old clothes. She didn't want to just fill it with. How did they not catch that? Is this before, they like, never... the beepers that would go off? Yeah, well, it was before the beepers. There were ink tags. So how but did she, she get the ink out, tags out? I, I, she figured out We how talked to about pop this on the show off. one time, yeah. and you had a pair of pants that had ink tags on Oh, them. yeah. You know, but she, she figured out how to pop them off, but she would, like, steal, like, all the time. She And she would, like, have pull something out and be like, Sarah, I thought this would look really cute on you. I'm like... But she was just stealing for you? Yeah, she'd steal for You're like for an herself. after-school special, basically. I know. That's pretty much what that is. And like, I never had the guts to do it because I knew that like, she did it all the time. And I knew if I did it. And then you have the moral conundrum like, Tina, you stole that. But it does look really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take it just this one time. Because oh, I didn't have a lot of money. And then you fall down the path and, and then, then she, you like, start going. I remember she she stole this um, this gold when like satin shirts were really in. Uh, ladies, if you remember that, in like 1992, it was satin shirts with like little satin daisies all over them. Oh, wow. It was. That was pre my silk shirt phase. Oh, it was very pretty, but I would have never. And I remember like saying like, oh, that's a cute shirt. And then when we got into the car, Kim's like, look what I got for you. I'm like, oh, I feel dirty. But I could never afford that shirt. Wow. This was also like 20, God, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, but she would steal, and you would, uh, you'd just go. Along yeah, but for I would ride. never. I would actually. I mean, it sounds like if it was going on that long, and she was always doing it, you were you were a little bit complicit in that. Well, I didn't know that she was doing it all the time. Oh, and then you'd be surprised, like Tina. But then I would be too afraid. That's not the best. what was her name? Uh, Kim. Kim. Okay. But then I wouldn't. I would just end up giving her the stuff back because I was too afraid to wear it, and my mom would know that I didn't have the money to pay for that. Yeah. Well, like she... you could just say no. Like Kim gave it to me. It was a gift. Yeah. No, I don't know. Kim gave it to me. Kim gave it to my mom. <laughs> oh, Kim, she was a bad influence. But so those people aren't there at the mall anymore. No, and like half of the mall is shuttered. Really? It is so weird. It's like Nordstrom it's been a long is gone. Time since I've been there. Nordstrom's completely gone. It's boarded up. Um, wow. Most of the stores on the bottom floor are all gone. Like huh. there's all bars. Like the only people down on the bottom floor are the people who are trying to sell you sunglasses or like cell phone cases. Okay. Uh, and the kiosks. Yeah, yeah, no, just, yeah, the, and then, yeah. The and then they're just ones. sitting there, um, you know, in this empty hallway with just the the kiosks, um, sitting in these like barred entranceways of these old stores, playing on their phones. Weird. Now I kind of want to go there to see it's that. Weird. That sounds like it's the only like place, in a video game. The or only part in the entire place that was busy though was like the ice skating rink. Lloyd Center Mall now looks like an ice skating rink with like a few stores around it. The ice skating rink is popular. It was packed. Really? That was the only thing. Midday. Midday, so many ice skaters were out there, <sighs> but the rest of the mall is completely abandoned. It was weird. Should we move the Fun Employment Radio Studios to the mall? That sounds like the saddest thing. Have ever. A mall <laughs> I don't want to do that. Stop by our studio. But I mean, there's plenty of parking. Um, we could uh, <laughs> we could set up in one of the shops. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess as the holidays approach, it probably gets you know more busy. Yeah. This was it was very strange. I wonder and how much it costs to rent a. We're not going to rent store space. <gasps> you know what? I think like. There's like a sheriff's office or something in the mall now. The police are in the mall? Yeah, I didn't see I it mean, this I guess time, there's... but I remember seeing it like a while back that there was like some sort of, in one of the places that used to be like a Cinnabon, there was a mini sheriff's station. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that feels to be like, uh, I work at the sheriff's 
stationed at the Lloyd stationed Center at Mall. Stationed at the Lloyd Center Mall. I love the Lloyd Center Mall. I have nothing bad to say about it. It is my favorite mall in America. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I. But it did feel a little sad. It felt a little emptier. Yeah. It was weird to see like every other business is shuttered. Like there's nothing weird. in there. Okay, I kind of want to yeah. go now just to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as our guest should be here probably any moment. I'm going to imagine. I'm, oh, I'm wondering if she's... but Greg, I know that you were wondering, and yes, I did oh, get yeah, myself right. a leopard print jacket, a big, fuzzy, ridiculous one. You got a leopard print jacket. I am. It's fuzzy, and it's big. You are entering that... Um, I've got to embrace it. Your birthday is next week, mm. and maybe you're entering into that phase. You know what I was thinking, because I... The I leopard was... print jacket is the... Um, I was questioning yesterday if I'm like I'm like oh maybe Mid-life this is crisis when for ladies, I shouldn't be kitschy anymore or like do yeah. anything and you know what I after I got my leopard print jacket and I I found some other things and I just had like a fun day I was like you know what absolutely not I'm going opposite of that I'm like, I'm just gonna be the real me yeah I'm gonna be as eccentric as I want to be because oh, goddamn it it's my life do you want to go down that road mm-hmm. I mean because if you start going down that road. Like as eccentric as you want to be? No, I mean I'll put like if you just throw off it, any not, limitations. No, not, I mean it's not be, all limitations. <laughs> but I'm this saying could be, this could get I'm not going to let society tell me that uh, I'm going to be 38 and I can't wear a big fuzzy leopard print jacket if I don't want to. Oh boy! And I did, and then no, know. and I think that's fine. I agree. I don't think you should worry about that. But I'm just saying, knowing you. If you let it go, I mean, if you fully just like you know that I'll never go full crazy. Any inhibitions? You know that I won't do that. Do I? No, I can't. I mean, we're just teetering along the edge right I now. Mean, yes, I dance along the brink. Yeah, you did. I dance along the ice I mean, wall of the flat earth. You but dance still. along that long <laughs> enough. I mean, at some point, you're going to slip and fall over the side. And Don't. you may not be able to pull yourself back up. That's like using the analogy of like my bridge jumping thing. Stop it. Like, do, 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 do. you're dancing around there. You're twirling. You're doing flips and thinking, oh, blah, I can never fall off onto the crazy train. So, so you want me to then be one day you're going to slip. No, I'm just saying you should be careful. Because if you go too far. Then what? Then I'm you. too happy? <laughs> no. That that's I've become fine. too much of myself, then I found all these things that I like. Well, okay, then I think that's I think that's where. Well, we I need did to show go. Greg a picture of some of the things that I bought, <sighs> and he said that it was like maybe we should post the picture of me with my things. Uh, maybe maybe we should, maybe we should. I mean, you know, you look good in those. I'm saying if you keep on going, going so I did down buy that a new road. hat and some sunglasses. I mean, you start buying way too much makeup. You start putting. I mean, you know so? you love makeup. I mean, I, I'm just saying. Getting my nails did. Oh, wait. Already doing that. You got your stones. You got your leopard print jacket. You got your... Yeah, I mean, you know, good, good for you, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> I'm sending this to my email. So okay. Can post it. All right, we'll get that posted up. All right, yes. well, should we take a quick break here? I think Why so. Why don't we do that? We'll take a break. I believe uh, B. Frayne Masters is going to join us here in just a minute. And uh, we will talk about everything going on with Backfence and have a, a cold voice monologue off. Time. Time. She's here trying to Question get mark? in. Question oh, mark? Okay. She she's try- okay, yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. We do. I know. She I love the fact like one. that we talk about how much more fashionable she is than either of us by like leaps and bounds. Like that's not a question. Oh, it's not. Um, I know. didn't even try. That wasn't. Today. Yeah, oh. that wasn't in dispute. But now she walks in and she's wearing sunglasses and sunglasses only. And she told us not to this. look her. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> don't. It no. is B. Frayed Masters. Hello. Hi. 
Hi. Hi. So you go by Frain, mostly, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, that's but like, it's fun to say the full. I know. Some but people like, say Befrain though. Mm-hmm. Befrain. Like there's a like an accent after the B. Well, we we're, we're friends with Kamau with W W Kamau Bell. Yeah. It was that same thing because when we first met him, I'm like, do I call you? Do we, do w we call Kamau? you W? What do we do? And he's like, Kamau is fine. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's Kamal as well. All right. All right. And Frayne is fine. Well, now I know that. All right. About him See? as well. So I feel like when we meet now, we're going to be much more comfortable. There right. you go. Like, so oh, I'm ready to meet him now. We're all, we both have first initials. That's all right. <laughs> well, welcome to our humble show. We're so happy that you could come in. Thank you both for having me here. This yeah. is so exciting. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. I've been, I know. It's been a minute, as they say. It yes. has been. Well, we saw you at the Helium Funniest Person contest. Where we yes. were, where were adjudicating. We yes, were. we did. And I think we did a pretty good job. I feel like we did. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to say that. That scoring system is weird. It is strange. Because uh, I kept wanting to do it the backwards way. Yeah. Oh, Nobody yeah, out there listening right. is interested in this. But yeah. It's right. Well, it is. Really well, like, it is confusing. Yeah, the scoring, it was one was one was good. Wait, how did it work? Yeah, one was good. Five was bad. 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 Yeah. So right. it's like the so less it's the lowest score. The it's like golf. points you have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like golf. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. like golf. All the golf. We're talking about like, Helium anyways. Comedy Club. When you <laughs> Several of the comedians bogeyed, which yeah. was great. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, you know what you're talking about then. But yeah, we did that, and then uh, you have a bunch of things coming up right now. Yes. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, bouquet, got a big thing. of items. A bouquet of items. <laughs> All right, well, first that's... up, why don't you, uh, since right before you came on, you were telling us a little bit about a music video that's dropping today that perhaps yes. you might have yeah. been involved in in multiple ways. Yeah, so... Um, uh, Portland musician and amazing singer songstress uh, Laura Gibson has a new album coming out, and the first video came out today um, on NPR Music, and it was it's domestication. That's awesome because she's been in Portland forever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, f- yeah, a, for long a, long, time, for a long time, a yeah. long time. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, it's called domestication, and it's a really amazing music video um, that she co-directed. And um, I am actually in it. All right. So can you tell us a little bit about your your part in the yes. video? Um, is is it a spoiler to... if you say it? Or um, I'll just I'll just say that it has a very specific point of view. And um, if you've been watching any of the current news, this yeah. might be a very fun, especially as a woman. This will be a very well as a man too. Yeah, this will be yeah. a very good video for you to watch as a decent human being. Maybe yeah, as yeah. a right. decent human being. <laughs> I think you'll have some wonderful catharsis by watching this awesome. video. It's very beautiful. And you were also, were you involved in the production of yeah. it as well? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so, so I was doing you, both things. That yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, it was really be, fun. It, yeah, it must be kind of weird to wear like both hats and be like, all right, now I'm going to be in this, but I'm also like, you know, helping make this. It is weird. It's uh, it's kind of like what I do in shows, though, too, that weird producer, right. performer thing. Mm-hmm. You all do that, too. You, mm-hmm. you do the behind the scenes, plus you come on, and it's just this weird, right. like, you learn how to flip the switches in your brain. Yeah, be like, yeah. okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now this is wrong, this is wrong, Let's fix this, and like, yeah, change this. You I know, will say, like if that. you've ever wanted to see me shove mashed potatoes in my mouth, you should definitely watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> that sells it right there. Not I that mean, I wasn't going to watch it anyway. Done, yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> are you a fan of mashed potatoes? Then you'll be interested in this video. <laughs> Aside from the beautiful song. Yes. <laughs> that, but Frayne eating mashed potatoes. Sold. That's right. You know, I got to say... Sarah said that uh, you were saying that you had your cold voice going on. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad at all. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking of some Kathleen Turner stuff for you to read. Like, I thought it was going to be like, oh. There we go. See, that was sad. (laughs) Do you want me to make it like this? This is more what it sounded like the other day. (laughs) So I I did all of my calling of uh, customer service spaces. Excuse me, I'm not getting the service that I need. I need your help. Can you help me? I've got a problem. I can get everything I want with this voice. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty Leaving solid. Leaving messages for senators. 
I don't think you should vote him in. I'm just saying. If you know what's good for you, you'll not vote him in. Okay, we wow, need that you, is a proper, beautiful voice. We need you to read a Fun Employment Radio liner, like in that voice. <laughs> like, yeah, because it almost yeah. sounds like... Um, like you're very dominant, but also like not aggressive about it. Just like you're telling like people what bit. they need to be doing and they're, like they're going to do it. at the same time. Yeah, seductive, yeah. but yeah. I'll just move my foot close to your ass and you'll know what to yes. do. <laughs> All right, I was going to go for dominatrix. I didn't want to be offensive, but then as soon as you said that, that's what I was going for. Yes. I, I, was, I was trying to look up some monologues since we're just going to be Sarah did have today. Yeah, Sarah did have some monologues that she looked up. Well, I was because I, I was trying to assess, like, what would I think Frayn would be funny? And at first I found one. Uh, what was the one that I found? The initial one. It wasn't from Mean Girls. It was from um, something or other. Mean Girls. You had a few of them over there that you were working yeah, on. Yeah, I was looking for them. I, but you had then one I found... from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's, Sis- that's the had. one that was making us laugh. Which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never seen, it but sounds that ridiculous. name is just ridiculous. Of all things, I have actually seen that movie. I had to watch it. I've, I've had to watch a lot of movies on planes where I'm just like, well, what are my you two choices? You know nobody like, makes you watch those, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not going to watch itself. So, I, <laughs> yes, I'll watch them, whatever they are. That's weird. You're the guy on the plane. That's I watched Sister, Sister of the, the Traveling of the Pants. Traveling Pants. Yes, I did. I'm just I looking around it. like, hey, I have to. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, it's on there. What I am guess, I going to do? I guess we're going to do it. What am I, I've seen the other movie. I could close my eyes. I understand. <laughs> I could take the ear head, I've out. I've seen the other movie. I have to watch this I could meditate. I could. Fred, have you seen Watch the Sinner? No, it's it's this amazing show with Jessica Biel and Bill Pullman, and it's basically this woman who kind of snaps. Um, it's a, just an eight part series on Netflix where um, one day she's this like family woman and she's at the beach with her family, and one day she just snaps and murders this guy on the beach, and so it's this assessment That's of trying to figure out why she did this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a lot of like strong sexual connotations and images in that and I didn't right. realize that and I was actually watching that on the train <laughs> when I was going to Seattle the other time and then I didn't realize that somebody else was watching me watch that so I'm thinking that that might be along the same lines of someone seeing See me watch, watch Sisterhood, Sisterhood of the Traveling, of the Traveling Pants, Pants. It's, like that's not appropriate well, right I don't think I don't think you know what it is so it's really isn't not... it young girls on a like on an adventure trying to find their womanhood and live their lives God, yeah it is kind yeah. of isn't it Wow, I feel like a real creep now that I'm saying this out loud. No, but there's no like, there's not nudity or anything like that on it. There was on mine. That's We're talking way too much about Sister uh, of the Traveling Pants. I feel like a creep for enjoying the stories of young women. You know, they worked very hard on that movie. It was on the plane. (laughs) I had seen the other one. That's why I ended up watching it. Do we have a monologue from it? Oh, yeah, this I, a monologue from it? Yes. And did you want to do it, Greg? No, I, okay. I think I'm okay on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, let's come back to the monologue so I can try and find that. So, okay. So, okay. Freed, has that going on? And also, you have your event happening this Monday. This Monday night. So it's October a, 8th. It's big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, I've been doing a show called Back Fence PDX Main Stage, which Greg has told a story at. I in have. fact, in the same space that this show Oh, yeah. Be, oh, that's a great Portland space. Center, at Portland Center Stage. And um, we've been doing the main stage show for 10 years. Wow. Which is crazy. 10 years. How That's did it amazing. happen? 10 years. So are you deciding to just kind of move away from that space? You know, I mean, yeah. Um, we're going to st- still do our other storytelling show, which is called Russian Roulette. Mm-hmm. But the main stage show, which is the bigger show, um, which has five people on who tell true stories based on a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, just felt like um, I, I think there's um, there's more storytelling shows now in the time that we have been doing the show. And uh-huh. it's I think it's great to leave space for those shows. Plus, mm-hmm. just career wise and personally, we're kind of I'm kind of moving on um, and doing my own more of my own stuff. So I need more time for that. Good for you. Yeah. And then um, 
exploring kind of some other formats as well that we've kind of been digging around with. And then... Mindy, formats in the storytelling genre they're, yeah, or... Yeah, kind of in the... Yeah, everything's... Well, everything I do is kind of writing and performing, so uh-huh. it's all storytelling in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of playing around with using more mixed media okay. in the personal storytelling realm. And then um, Mindy, my co-producer, and I um, started a business um, called Free Delivery where um, we've been coaching a lot more people privately on their stories. So, like, I coach people for the Democratic National Convention. Wow. And for, like, their to- their big talks that they're giving. Wow. That's and, or, interesting. Yeah, and it's so fun. Like, it's so incredibly fun. So, I like, they'll have, a, a like, a politicians or... Yeah, it could be politicians. I haven't done yeah. a politician yet. But, yeah. I mean, that sounded... Not, don't sound bite that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> well, I, we had her on the show a couple times. <laughs> I have not worked This will come back in a deposition. Point, on a but, speech, yeah. a politician yet. Um, but worked with lots of other people in talks that they're giving and just... Um, Making them sound more like themselves. I'm really yeah. on a rampage to get rid of corporate speak. Yeah. 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 And it's really, really fun. I love doing it. It's so like, it's if amazing. someone, is, for example, is like going on like television to do an interview, is that something that yeah. they can come to you and be like, yeah. hey, I don't know how to not sound like a spaz on TV. Can you help Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. And like um, a lot of it is we'll just come up with questions and have them start getting familiar, like familiarizing themselves with how they would answer them. So that they have something, and then they can move from that something to be more extemporaneous as they're. That's I mean, that does take a skill and practice to do that because that, that's that's a good point. Like you think about some musicians or even actors and stuff like that. They're used to doing that. Right. That's way different than having a conversation. Yeah. On television or in front of people. It like is. It's really a really different. different. Yeah, and I think that a lot of times people think, "Oh, is it weird that I have to work on this? Shouldn't I just be able to talk about mm-hmm. myself?" And it's like, no. Yeah. Like you talk well, the way you talk in an interview is not the way you talk to your friends. Yeah. Oh. You know, you're not like farting in the middle of it or you know getting <laughs> up or right. changing the subject on them. You know, you have to like yeah. stay in it and be in it in a different way. So Because you were doing that even I mean, you have been doing that for years. I mean, I, I remember even when Greg was doing his back fence thing and when you were going over it with him, like kind of mm-hmm. talking about how yeah. to say like yeah. what things to say yeah. and what like works and what doesn't. Take this yeah. out, trim it down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you like part say this therapy, and, like, part performance. Yeah, yeah, right. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I end up asking people like frequently people will say oh like I've never even told my therapist this or it's just kind of like flash therapy in a lot of ways like when you have to disclose a personal story on stage yeah. right mm-hmm. I mean yeah you have to like figure out which parts of yourself you're gonna be vulnerable with and what you're gonna expose to the audience well and- that is an interesting like juxtaposition of you like helping them find themselves and also being able to talk to you about like their issues and kind right. of be like alright I'm gonna put this out there and tell it in front of other people right that would be terrifying it is, but it's it's really um, it's so gratifying for people. They I usually bet. get a big high after doing it because it's just it's just that thing of um, like revealing yourself to people. We mm-hmm. all like the number one thing. You could talk to prisoners. You could talk to <coughs> preachers. You could talk to anybody. Um, I guess that was my range: prisoners to preachers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. right. Um, <laughs> uh, the two things that everybody needs are to be seen and to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if if a child grows up not see, having those things, it's really going to affect them later on. It's going to affect them as adults. Um, you know, a lot of our behavior derives out of those, and so it's been really fascinating to me. Like over this time of ten years, I've heard like over two hundred stories from people, and just um, hearing where people's like shame lies. Like people will hold on to things that you, from exteriorly, you go mm-hmm. like, that makes you feel shame. That's not right. even a thing. And they just hold on to it for forever, you know? It's like Rosebud, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like that's what um, 
that movie so clearly depicts is that there can just be this thing that happens that it makes you into a horrible tyrant, apparently. But, right. But, like... But everybody's got their own experiences, yeah, you know, their own yeah. view of life. And for and, them to share those and then for us to work on how we can give that stakes so that it has the importance to the audience member that it does to that person sharing it is mm-hmm. kind of... That's kind of the trick of that, you know? So when you do start doing more the consulting and, like, helping people prepare, um, is it something that anyone... Like, it's a service that anyone could, like, hire you for? Yeah. Like, even in life, if they're like, hey, I'm going to an awkward dinner and I want to learn how to I speak. would love to talk to people about their awkward yeah. dinner. Oh, my gosh. That would be great. <laughs> I mean, it could. It sounds like anything from, like, giving a big presentation to, like, how to like, talk like a normal person on a first date. We've got Thanksgiving yeah. specials. Like, how to talk to estranged family members. How to talk to your racist uncle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well. Let's, let's, how to, let's, how to, let's break him apart a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> how can we literally kill him with kindness? Yeah. There you go. That's more aggressive uh, speaking. <laughs> yes. Well, if you haven't been to Portland Center Stage before, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful yes, space. It and is. this is going to be the last time that you get to see Back Fence there. The main stage show. The main stage show. The main stage show. Yes. Yes. Russian yes. Roulette yeah, will yeah, still yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a really great lineup. It's Katie Wynn, who's yeah. been voted like a comedy genius many times. She's great. She is amazing. Um, Kirsten Koopenbender, who's one of the um, initiators of Les Stand Up. And uh, both of them have been a part of Russian Roulette and scored really well in that and um, are amazing. And Russian Roulette is when, is that when they just are kind of thrown a topic? Yeah, there's six season storytellers. Okay. They spin a wheel, it lands on a number that corresponds with a prompt on the prompt board, and then that prompt is revealed, and then they have five minutes to go backstage and come up with a true five-minute story to tell on that prompt. Wow. And it's incredible. And then the audience votes on a winner at the end of the night. It's so fun. That yeah. sounds so, amazing. so fun. That, so, that, I don't know. That's so intimidating. It would it's feel like. really, it's, but the audience is with you the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you were like, probably know. cheering everybody yeah. on. Like, you yeah. could do it. Yeah, it's really fun. We do that at Curious Comedy. Okay, awesome. And th- that's still going to be continuing. Yeah, the next one of that is December 6th. Okay. Um, we just had one last Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, and the, the lineup is, is really great. It's, we, our sponsors, like, New Deal is going to have drinks that they're giving out there because they're one of our sponsors. Nice. And um, and who's Crazy Aunt Lindsay? I'm looking at oh, this Oh, Crazy right now. Aunt Lindsay. She's incredible. She um, moved here from New York not long ago. And she was like um, a woman who was – she would babysit a lot and like um, for her friend's kids or her neighbor's kids. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she was like babysitter supreme and she's also super – uh, smart in sciences. So she would teach like the kids these science experiments. And so she started like her own YouTube wow. channel. And now it's really grown. So Crazy Aunt Lindsay is actually her character teaching kids science. Oh, that's wonderful. That's cool. And it's, if you have any kids who are interested in science, she's hilarious and amazing and you should totally watch her show. It's oh. so good. All right, cool. Crazy Aunt Lindsay and then also uh, Keisha Jarrett. Keisha Jarrett is an actress and she also, um, uh, she works at Artist Rep um, and she she's won like a couple of Moth Story Slams and maybe even a Grand Slam. Um, she also, in her own right, um, coaches uh, TED Talk speakers and stuff like really? that. So she's an amazing performer as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then yeah. So how, do, how do you gather all the performers? Do they ask you or do you just kind um, of pick and choose who you'd like? All those things. Yeah. Some people pitch. Um, some people, um, uh, Jenna Bowers came to us through a pitch. Um, her story's about, like, this is a real witch story in Portland. So just like it's. Wait, a real witch story. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you got to come. You got to come. <sighs> Can you give that. a guarantees at all? Well, what? I know, but that, well, is, that is the guarantee. That's like, now I a real know. witch story. Yeah, I want to know. It's it's yeah, it's re- it's great. So a Portland-based uh, real witch story. Yeah, all the stories have something Portlandy to do with them. It, you know, <gasps> okay. like little or a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but 
Um, and then 10% of the proceeds go to Women's Foundation of Oregon, which is an amazing oh, organization. Oh, that's fantastic. So, that's yeah. wonderful. So this is happening. It has everything yeah. happening. This everything that's everything. good in the world. Everything. And I guarantee you when you come to a storytelling show, you feel so much better about the world when you come out. It's so fun. It really is because you get like a a genuine connection with the people on stage. Even yes. if like they don't see you, you see them and just mm-hmm. be having a human experience yeah. all together in one room. Yeah. yeah. And then you get to go out afterwards and talk about all the stories and talk about right. yourself. And it's like, it's wonderful. Yeah, because when Greg did his, it was the, um, who was it? Was it? Uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was intense. That was, yeah, that, that was, was real intense. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I remember then he was at the at the bar afterward uh, down the street, and he's just like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> all right. You, you got it all out. You're feeling okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right this now. Is, this is kind of yes. nutty. Yeah, it's kind of nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you can get your tickets. Um, what's the best way to get tickets? Backfencepdx.com. Backfencepdx.com. And is that how everyone can find out information about all your other yep. services? Yeah, everything's everything on there. Um, Mindy's teaching a class coming up in December, and um, the next Russian Roulette tickets are up there. Cool. Well. And have you so. and Mindy been doing this together for 10 years? No. She's been um, my co-producer for six, I think over six years, about six and a half years. So a okay. good, bulk, good bulk of it. We started yeah. Russian Roulette together, and then um, we've co-hosted a lot together. We're co-hosting, we're co-hosting this. Mm-hmm. And um, then we do a lot of other work together, like... Working, we also work with corporations on their internal story stuff and all that kind of stuff. Too. How wow. fun! How cool to find that niche and like thrive in it. I yeah. know it's yeah. really great. Like, and um, it's really great to be able to go into spaces and like that and just like talk to people and have them, like, yeah. feel like they're out of their. It kind of breaks them out of their routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at first, I think they think it's going to be hokey. Like they're real worried that it's going to be like, you know. I don't know. It's going to be stupid. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. Mm, right. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh my god, this is so great! Like this is it." And I, 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 it's really awesome to be able to provide that for people and something and they can utilize it. probably in other areas of their life. I'm yeah, sure. You absolutely. Know, once they understand the concept of. Yeah, like I mean, talking to strangers. You know, there's really interesting things. Like I was working with somebody on their speech, and they were talking about how their partner always gives them a really hard time after they give talks. Uh huh. Like just like is, gives them a lot of notes. And I said, hey, what would you think about, like, saying to them, like, well, like I'm working on it for one year, maybe just, like, be, like, just say, hey, great job. Yeah. And that's it's weird because yeah. that's, like, it's a little bit of therapy, right? Uh-huh. It is. But it's, like, man, when people are working on things, like, and we forget in partnerships, like, we just, like, I know that that partner thinks they're helping. It's not like they're trying to be right. rude they or anything like, like that. Oh, here's mm-hmm. everything that you need to work on. And they on were, on like, this. oh, my God, I'm going to say that. And I'm, like, yeah, you're working on it. That's awesome. And I just, I feel like. Any time in this world, this crazy mixed up world we're in right now, where you can like give people a some relief in their lives mm-hmm. and some yeah. like, support, it's yeah. it's a pretty incredible thing to be involved in, really. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is this the longest that you've ever worn sunglasses inside? No, because like the other day, because as um, I think you mentioned, <laughs> I had a cold and I I had that day on Monday where I was like Tippy Hendren in my blue <laughs> my blue wool cocoon coat Good with reference. my sunglasses on. <laughs> And I went into Fred Meyer, and, and really Fred Meyer's like, the birds are coming at me. Um, <laughs> it's just fluorescent lights, but you think it's birds attacking you. And I was just wandering around the store with these mirrored sunglasses on, like gathering soda water and soup. <laughs> and, oh. Um, I was looking to see if there was a monologue from the birds. <laughs> I've had one from breakfast at Tiffany's, but it's all right. We don't have to do it. We can find one for next time. All right, next time, guarantees. Yes, That's our guarantees. No, because yes. we got a lot of talking out of you, and I know how it feels when you right. have a little tickle in your throat. 
It's all good. I'm so glad to be feeling better. I'm so glad. You know when you break through and you're on the other side? Yes. That moment where it clears. Where and it's, it's like, like oh. oh. Yes. And you hear that. You literally hear that sound. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Cloud's part. There you go. And yeah. You, yeah, you've made it through the muck. I feel like we've been dancing on the, are we going to go into the full we cold or not? We have both been teetering on the edge. Oh, teetering on the edge. Like, yeah. I might be able to skate by and just skip it. Or it could go downhill. Yeah, I thought I that know. last week on yeah. Wednesday. I was like, I think I'm skipping it. Mm. Yeah, and then on Thursday, I'm like, nope, nope, not, not, not skipping it at all. Right now. <laughs> nope, skip it's right into the wall. Ugh. Right into the wall. Yeah, it's my um, next week. Early on is my actually the ninth is my birthday, so I'm just like, I need to hold on till after then. Like, make yes. it through the weekend, and then, and then I can go good. into 38 being like deathly ill. That's fine. I just need to get through this shit this weekend. <laughs> and that's just gonna remind you like what's important in your life. There you, know? you right. go. You get to reflect real hard. <laughs> reminds me of my own mortality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as I don't bounce back as I used to. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, back fence PDX. Yes. Dot get your com. tickets. Dat cam. Dat cam. Dat cam. Um, yeah. Uh, for all of your um, speaking and therapeutic needs. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one's we Monday. A lot of love. Monday, yes. October eighth, yes. seven thirty p.m. Yes. Perfect. I yep. mean, it's supposed to be like a drizzly day. It's a nice day to go into a theater, like get a nice drink, Sit. Listen. and you can drink in the theater. Yep. I, and I want to say something that I'm really proud about, which is please. This is maybe I think this is the fourth time we've done a show at Portland Center Stage, and the first time we were going to do a show there, like the idea of people going to the storytelling show and not being able to drink in the theater seemed really sad to me. And I don't I don't mean that like everybody has to drink. No. Right. But I just mean the environment where people can feel jovial. And yeah, That's a different environment and... than the stoic sitting in a seat environment. So I got them to test for the first time ever bringing alcohol into the theater. That's what I brought to work. You did that. That's... I did that. Congratulations. <laughs> that awesome. Nice that's work. Right. It's not a requirement, but, it, but it's nice to have, you know, the option. Yeah. yeah. I just think it it puts people in a different mindset. They're like, right. oh, I'm in a place where I can drink, and I don't have to drink, right. but I can have one if I want one, and yeah. we're all just having a jovial for, time. Yeah, it's and, entertaining. This is yeah. going to be some sterile, like, cold environment where yeah. we all have to, yeah. We don't have to be proper in here. Because right. I just feel like the theater, too, because I love going yeah, to see, like, a play, the theater, yeah. where you go in there. And I have my, that's the only time I drink wine out in public. I'm like, I'm having my wine and watching a theater production. That's right. very fancy. I'm going to sip it while they talk. I know. It's <laughs> very <laughs> lovely up there. But they're doing that also good. <laughs> See, the key is that the fancy theater production yeah, is, right. you, is you buy one like $12 bottle of oh, wine. Oh boy. See, and this is where you really Or a uh, glass of wine. And then what I do is maybe someone legally distinct from me might bring some flasks filled with uh, the same type of wine. Oh. And then just refill them. Look, 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 yep. Not at not at not no. I'm saying <laughs> not at that one. I'm saying at like the big the big to dos, the big Broadway theatrical productions where they've already taken hundreds of my dollars. That's right. I will save ten dollars and pour myself. Just go a wine. refill in the ladies' room. That's exactly it. That's where the, the powder your nose and <laughs> fill your glass. There we go. That's what we do in the ladies' room. That's why it takes two of us in there. It's the secrets. It's the secrets. You're learning the secrets of the ladies' room. There it is. There it is. We just disclosed one. Oh, it's already past noon. Should we wrap up? I know you have to get out of here. Oh, oh yeah, God. I do. All right. Well, I guess we'll have well, to do our... Well, that's because we've had so much fun. This has been... Gosh, that's, that's yeah, this what... has been a half hour. I know. Oh, that's... my God. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's when I know it's good because sometimes yep. when you're talking to someone, it's like, oh, fuck, only like four minutes have gone by. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen every now and then. Every it's now... usually... it's. Somebody who needs your coaching, actually. It'll be somebody who come on and be send like... Them, send them our way. Like, so tell us about, you know, your new project. It's good. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's on Monday at 2. It's, uh, it's okay. on the stage and we got a light. Um, <laughs> so what's the story behind it? All right, we, uh, we just decided we needed to do one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a 30-second interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're feeling better. 
And you thank keep you. on drinking your coffee and your water. I will. Yes. And thank you for putting up with my sunglasses. I think it's great. It was pretty amazing. Yes. All right. It Thanks. is kind of trippy, though, to not be able to see your eyes. Yeah. And plus, you can see yourself in my glasses. I kind of can. I, I can see, like, the reflection of the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like this blue glow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's the class. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Oh, Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Oh, my Thank gosh. You. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. It's um, so lovely to see you. Live show tomorrow will be around 9 a.m.-ish with Brad Williams. <gasps> oh, yeah, awesome. Brad's coming back in. Oh, I love him. So I just saw him in something recently. Yes, he was in... Um, he was in a movie that we saw. New Christopher Guest movie, I think. No, yes. something else. He too. was in Mascots. He was in Mascots, but in yeah. something else. Probably, yeah. he's a hilarious actor. Wait, yeah. what, this is this wasn't live. Oh no, this is live. Oh, okay, this is live. But yeah. tomorrow, but we're then having... the podcast is up, and then tomorrow will also be live, oh, but at an okay. earlier time than at normal. nine a.m. I was like, oh, I just right. I told everyone it was on at eleven thirty. I'm like, that's funny. Oh yeah, if no, and the mistake oh, you I are make. no, but yep. then the podcast will go up. <laughs> yep, afterward. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be up. So then we'll link to you, and you can oh my God. push and it out we'll, to everybody. We'll push it out. And everybody will out. listen, and they're gonna love it. You are great. Oh my God, we're just a pack of crazy people right now. That's a lot of crazy right now in this room. Yeah, we we have a lot of troubles. Speaking of one I know. <laughs> we wish we liked each other more. I know. You need to coach us. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. 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 Bye.